Thank you for tuning into my channel. I will be sharing podcasts on a regular basis that will let you experience the Feldenkrais method via awareness through movement lessons. In the lessons, I will talk you through all the steps you listen and do at the same time. The lessons are designed to improve ability and reduce effort in movement. The speed of an exercise should always be adjusted to your breathing rhythm. For the lesson, always find a place where you can lie down comfortably and wear clothing that doesn't interfere with your movements and breathing. Also, take a rest whenever you want to. There will be plenty of rests in the lessons, but if you need more, please do. The lessons have been recorded live while teaching a class. And this lesson is also called Pelvic Clock, but a different one than we did before. So yeah, I hope you enjoy it. And if you have any questions, you can always ask me afterwards. And also, yeah, take rests whenever you want to. I'll, I will give them, but if you need more, or if you just want to, if you're confused and you want to see what other people are doing, just go for it. Because it's your lesson and it's, it's for you to get the most out of. So just notice for now how you're resting on your back. And which parts are touching the floor. And how is your breathing? And how does your right side compare to your left side? Like how is your right leg resting on the floor? Which parts of your right leg are touching the floor? And which parts are not? And how is that with the left leg? Which parts are touching the floor? And is the weight of both legs equally sensible? Or is one leg heavier than the other one or longer? And how is it with the pelvis? Is one side of your pelvis heavier or resting more on the floor than the other one? And then travel up from your pelvis and notice how and which parts of your lower back are touching the floor or not. In your middle back. And is the right side leaning more on the floor than the left side or the other way around? Or are they very equally spread? How are your shoulders resting on the floor? And your head. Which part of the back of your head is most in contact with the floor? And is it really in the middle of the back of your head? Or a little bit more to the right or to the left? 
And you don't have to change anything, of course, but just notice if you can notice it. And now slowly bend your knees and stand your feet, hip width apart. In a way that the knee and the heel are somehow in a straight line, like from the ceiling to the floor, if that's comfortable. Otherwise, place them a little bit further away. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's comfortable and easy and you don't have to use much effort to keep them there. And have your hands on either side of your body resting on the floor. And now slowly start to raise your hips from the ground by an effort of the muscles of the back so that the lumbar vertebrae form an arch on the floor and then release it again and repeat it a few times. So raise your hips from the ground by an effort of the muscles of the back so that the lumbar vertebrae Form an arch on the floor, like the lower part of your lower back. And then release it. And try to make the arch so big that a mouse could run through it. And as you repeat this, you notice when you arch your lower back that your feet are gripping the floor. Do you feel that? So as you are arching your lower back, your feet by nature somehow start to grip a little on the floor. And also the muscles at the front of your hip joints will help by raising. And maybe you notice that they activate as well if you raise your hips from the floor a little bit with your muscles from the back. And the result of this is that the, the tailbone, like the coccyx, is heavier. Like the pressure there gets more heavy. Do you notice that? And leave it. And rest with your feet standing. And now imagine a clock painted on the back of your pelvis. So not on the floor, but on your pelvis. And the figure six is drawn on the point of the tailbone, the coccyx. And the number 12 at the top of the pelvis, so where it joins the spine. You can actually, if you want, you can feel it with your fingers also, like where this is, like the top of the 
pelvis if you want. And now keeping the imaginary dial in mind, we may say that in the movement we just carried out, the hips were raised and most of the pressure of the pelvis came to rest at the point marked six o'clock, right? Like the point of the tailbone. So six is at the tailbone, 12 is at the lower back meeting the hip joints. And then we complete the phase of the clock. So three o'clock will come in the area of the right hip joint and nine o'clock on the left hip joint. And I will repeat it many times, so don't worry. And the other hours will be marked at the appropriate places in between. But for now, this is enough. And I'll try once more to shift most of the pressure of the pelvis on the floor to the point marked six o'clock, the tailbone. So it's what we just did, but with a different imagination. So now we're thinking of six o'clock. Your back muscles will produce the curvature of the lumbar vertebrae, which will be increased by the contraction of the muscles of your pelvis and the knees. And this contraction pulls at your feet, which are still planted firmly on the floor. So that's, that's basically what happens. And that's why your feet are gripping when you're actually raising your hips a little bit off the floor. And now very slowly shift most of the pressure to the point that we just marked 12 o'clock. So this means that the top of your pelvis and the lumbar vertebrae will now be resting on the ground or closer toward the ground. And the, and the tailbone, of course, will now rise a little from the ground. And the pressure on your feet will increase. And you notice what you can notice and what's too much information just Passively let it enter your brain and just be busy with your movement. So slowly move from 12 o'clock to 6 o'clock with your pelvis. And notice what happens with the muscles in your back and with your feet. And that's enough. And rest for a moment with your feet standing. And one more time, very lazily and easily, return to six o'clock, so your tailbone, and then roll your pelvis, so 12 o'clock is in contact with the floor. And repeat it easily, 
in a way that you're enjoying it, makes you feel nice. Reduce the effort as much as you can. And also, if it's possible, see if you can separate your breathing from the movement, whatever this means for you. The movement of the pelvis should be slow and continuous, with smooth changes from one position to the next. So it's not so much that you arrive at six o'clock, but somehow this going from 12 to 6 in itself is just the whole movement. It's continuous. And let go of the movement. Stretch out your legs. And notice what you feel in your pelvis now. Try to observe accurately at which points contact with the floor is now different. And did you notice that as soon as your breathing was separated from the movement, your head also began to move in coordination with your pelvis? as though it was copying the movement on a smaller scale, or no, not so much yet. But of course now I've mentioned it, so now it's in your awareness. <laughs> but let's see. And before we continue, let's imagine a second clock, a small one, at the back of your head. The center of the clock will be at the point at which there is the greatest pressure when the head is resting on the floor. And when the pelvis is in the position of maximum pressure at six o'clock, so the tailbone, the head will be pulled down by the spine. Wait, instead of just imagining this, let's just do this. So slowly bend your knees and stand your feet. And now we have this clock on your pelvis. So 12 o'clock is up at the top of the pelvis, connecting to the lower back. Six o'clock is at the pointy point of the tailbone. Three o'clock is in the right hip joint and nine o'clock in the left hip joint. And then there is the second clock, which is it's just a copy of the, the pelvic clock. So 12 o'clock is closer to the top of your head. Six o'clock is closer to your neck. Three o'clock will be closer to your right ear. And nine o'clock will be closer to your left ear. And now with this in mind, slowly start to move the pelvis to six o'clock again, and then slowly back to the beginning position and repeat this a few times. 
And notice what happens with the head. So don't make anything happen with the head, but just move the pelvis. So most pressure goes to the tailbone, and then you go back to the beginning position. And notice what happens with your head. It could be that when the pelvis is in the position of maximum pressure at 6 o'clock, the head will be pulled down by the spine so that the chin comes to rest closer to the throat or on the throat and most of the pressure will now come at 6 o'clock on the head dial as well. Notice if this happens when you move your pelvis closer with pressure, more pressure on 6 o'clock. That the pressure on the back of the head is also going towards 6 o'clock, so copying. Maybe not, maybe nothing's happening in the head. You never know. And now next time when you go back to the beginning, slowly roll your pelvis to 12 o'clock. So with more pressure on the top of the pelvis, closer to the lower back. And notice what happens with your head now. What could happen is that the head will be pushed back by the spine a little bit. And the chin will be pushed away from the throat a little. And the point of maximum pressure will be shifted in the direction of the top of the head. So 12 o'clock on the head dial. And now just very easily continue making the pelvic movements. Bringing the pressure to 6 o'clock and then rolling through and then bringing the pressure to 12 o'clock. And notice what's happening at the clock behind your head or on, on the back of your head. So shift the weight of the pelvis from 12 to 6 and back again. Observe how this movement affects your breathing. And also how your trunk passes the movements of the pelvis onto your head. And the other way around. And leave it and rest a minute. Slowly draw your knees up again and stand your feet. Feet hip width apart. And now bring more weight on the point marked 3 o'clock. 
So on the right hip joint. And then back again to the beginning position. So now you just go from neutral, leaning the pelvis on the right hip joint a little bit more. Mark three o'clock and back and repeat it easily. Make sure your knees are staying to the ceiling. So you have to just somehow move your pelvis to the right hip joint and then back again with the knees still pointed to the ceiling. You might notice that it helps to bring more weight on your left foot than on your right when you do that. And maybe the left hip joint will rise off the floor a little when the weight goes to the right. And the pressure on the right leg will be relaxed somewhat. And now reverse the movement and lean on the point mark nine o'clock. And now roll the pelvis from right to left and back in a nice and comfortable way. And your knees stay towards the ceiling. And notice as you roll to your right hip joint, you'll have more weight in your left foot. And when you roll to your left hip joint, you will have more weight in the right foot. And observe how your head repeats this movement on a smaller scale. And this only happens if, if you don't have a, a much tension in your chest. And let go of the movement and rest. Bend your knees again and stand your feet hip width apart. Now rest your pelvis at 12 o'clock. So roll the weight of the pelvis towards 12 o'clock. And now move the point of contact to 1 o'clock. And then return to 12. And repeat this a few times. So roll the weight of your pelvis to the top of the pelvis, connecting to the lower back. And then you make this tiny movement to one o'clock and then back to 12. And now you go from 12 to one to two o'clock and then back to one and 12. Then repeat this a few times. So you start at 12 o'clock, you roll to one and two and then back again.
and next time go from 12 to 1 to 2 to 3 and then back to 2 to 1 and to 12 and repeat that and after you've done it a few times you add another number so then you go from 12 to 1, to 2, to 3, and to 4. And then you repeat that a few times. So every time you add a new number, you repeat it a few times before you move on. And you, you go until you reach 6 o'clock in your own time and tempo. And notice that the movement is a continuous arc in a way, with no pauses. So it's not lines, but it's kind of, yeah, eventually it's half a circle that you make with your pelvis following this clock, this round clock. And when you've been all the way from 12 to 6 a few times, let go of the movement and stretch your legs out on the floor. And observe the difference between the right and the left side of the pelvis. And as you're resting, try to remember whether your head followed the movements of the pelvis on its own scale. And maybe you didn't notice, because we do many things without being aware of them. That's okay. So as you rest, observe the difference between the right and the left side of the pelvis. Bend your knees and stand your feet again, hip width apart. Bring the weight of the pelvis again to 12 o'clock and then shift the weight of the pelvis to 11 o'clock and back to 12 o'clock and repeat this a few times. So just go to the other side and then move from 12 to 11 and then back to 12 again and repeat it. And then move on to 10 o'clock. So go from 12 to 11 
to 10, and then back to 11 and 12. And just move up and down like this. So from 12 to 11. And every time you add a number, you do it a few times. And then you add another number. But try to go to the new number at least like four times or something. And then you add a number. So you go from 12, 10, 12, 11, 10, 9, and then back again. And go on until you reach also from this side, 6 o'clock. Twelve, eleven, ten, nine, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, eleven, ten, nine. Eight, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, all the way to six. And once you've done it, all the way from twelve to six, going from the other, other half a circle, rest and observe what's happening in your body. Slowly bend your knees again and stand your feet. And I shift most of your pressure of the pressure of your pelvis to three o'clock, so the right hip joint. And then move the weight to four o'clock and return to three. And then move to two o'clock. And then go back to three. So now you go from three o'clock with the weight on the right hip joint to four o'clock. 
go back to three o'clock, and then you move to two o'clock. And then when you've done this a few times, going from three to four, from three to two, add an hour to each side of the movement. So the next movement will take you from three to four to five, back to four to three, and then to two and to one. And then back from one to two to three to four to five. And then you go add another number. And eventually you go from three as the beginning to 12, all the way down to six. And repeat it in a few times. And also build it up. Add a number every two times you've made the movement. When you've been all the way from 12 to 6, rest and observe the changes that have taken place in the contact of the pelvis with the floor as a result of this exercise. Notice how your right side compares to your left side. Right side of the pelvis compared to your left side. Now bend your knees again and stand your feet. Now bring most of your weight to the left side, so nine o'clock, and do the same. Use nine o'clock as a starting point, and then go to from nine to eight back to 9 to 10, and repeat this a few times, then you go from 9 to 8 to 7 to 8 to 9 to 10 to 11, and repeat that a few times. And then you add another number until you go all the way from 12 to 6 on the other side. The left side.
Rest with your feet standing. And now very slowly start to make, to make a few circles on the floor with your pelvis, moving it clockwise. So 12 o'clock at the top, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. And repeat it a few times easily. And during the movement, try to observe your body as a whole. And at the same time, it's part separately. Let your attention move systematically from one point of the body to the next, but without losing sight of your body as a whole. He says it's, it could be somewhat like what we do when we read for some people. We see the whole page at the glance, but this impression is not sufficiently clear for comprehension. We can grasp the meaning only of those letters and words that we have been seeing clearly. And as you make these clock circles, observe the movements of your head without stopping the clockwise movements of your pelvis. Concentrate ultimately on your head as a leading the movement and then on the pelvis as leading the movement. And observe how the quality of the movement improves steadily, becomes more continuous, more accurate, more clear. Rest with your, your feet standing. And now make some counterclockwise circles. And notice what this is like. Where is the circle round? Where is it clear? And notice what's happening with your head if you make the circles counterclockwise with your pelvis. And can you again switch from the body to parts, from the pelvis to the head, from the head to the pelvis? And leave it and rest how you want.
Bend your knees and stand your feet again. Now again, start circular clockwise movements with your pelvis. But this time imagine that the figures of the dial, the, like the figures of the clock on your body, they're like 3D, so they stick out a little. And as the pressure point passes them, they leave an imprint on the floor, like a rubber stamp. Follow the contact of each figure on your pelvis and its imprint on the floor below. This is what he named the establishing of inner and outer contact ultimately, until these are combined in a single essential operation. I thought it was really interesting how to connect the inner to the outer. So you really, every, every letter makes a print on the floor. And your knees stay to the ceiling the whole time. And rest. And observe the changes that have taken place in the position of the whole body in respect to the floor. Bend your knees and stand your feet again. And with the three D letters on your pelvis, make some circles counterclockwise. And leave an imprint on the floor when you pass it with your number. Leave it, lengthen your legs. And remember how your body lay on the floor at the beginning of the lesson. And mentally identify the changes. Now draw up your right knee. So bend your right knee and have your right foot for standing and the left leg remaining long on the floor. And now like this, make a few clockwise pelvic movements. And as you do this, notice which hours are pressing more strongly on the floor than before and which are pressing less strongly. And now make a few counterclockwise movements with the pelvis.
and now switch legs. So have your left knee bent and your foot standing and your right leg long and on the floor. And now start to make a few counterclockwise movements. And check which hours have become more clearly marked. And leave it. Stretch out your legs. And observe whether there has been any further change in the contact of your pelvis with the floor. Bend your knees and stand your feet. And without thinking too much about it, make a few clockwise circles with your pelvis and notice how clear it has become. Which position it now presses down more strongly and less strongly and reverse the direction of the movement and notice the difference. And now cross your right leg over your left knee. And make a few clockwise movements like this. And then make a few counterclockwise movements in this position. Uncross your legs, but keep your knees bent. And again, notice what happened. Just by changing a little bit the movement, like the position of your body doing the same movement, Something happens with the rest of your body. Now cross the left leg over the right knee. And repeat as before. Make a few circles clockwise. Just easy, lazy. And then a few circles with your pelvis counterclockwise. Notice what happens in your head. And you're breathing. And leave it. And just rest. And for the last time, check in with yourself. Notice how you're resting on the floor. How your right leg compares to your left leg. How your right side of your pelvis compares to the left side of your pelvis. How the lower back is resting. And the middle back. Upper back. Your shoulders. Your arms. 
in your head. Do you feel the connection of your feet through your pelvis and your spine all the way to your head? Did this connection change in your mind's eye? Very, very, very slowly, if you're ready for it. If you're not ready for it yet, don't move. But if you're ready, roll on one side, onto one side. And eventually come to standing. But really take your time. And if you don't want to stand up, it's also fine. And when you stand, observe the changes in the angle of your pelvis with respect to the spine. And the quality of your breathing. And the movement of your arms and legs. And what can you feel in your eyes and in your facial muscles? Thanks for joining this lesson.